Welcome to the Misfit Messengers podcast, hosted by Jenny Moffitt and Amanda Hoshite. All right. So here we are. See, it's 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 recording, Amanda. Woot woot. Um, we're together in the same place. Can is... you believe it? Holy cow, that was really loud. So so we gotta back up a little bit. We were having microphone trouble because we're actually in the same room at the same time, in the same house. Uh, recording this podcast and our microphone was not working for the longest time. We kept doing sound checks and it wasn't working and it wasn't working and now it is. So yay! So for exuberant, maybe it's because I was practicing that. Right, because she had to yell before. and so, I don't know what we did differently, but somehow restarting the computer. You, you prayed. Oh yeah, we did pray. That's yeah. And now it works. It does. Amazing how prayer does that. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, really, that's what happened. That's totally what happened. Anyway, so now it works. So welcome. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yay. No, I, I mean, New Year's are fine. I still feel like I haven't caught up to 2019. At least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 2023, which is just crazy. Like, 23 years into this new millennium, we should be like, I don't know, 2002 or something. Yeah. I, yep. I mean... <laughs> Haven't figured out anything in, in this 23 years, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, me neither. That's okay. Hey, but uh, so yeah, we're we're uh, getting to hang out, which is cool. Um, we're talking about, you know, New Year. And, and I, I brought up the fact that I think New Year's resolutions are foolish. Foolishness. Because, well, let's be honest. Like, if, if it takes you to start on January 1st, maybe that works for you. It doesn't work for me. Like it never has never worked for me to say, oh, January 1st, I'm going to start this new thing. Cause like by January 3rd, I'm like done with the new thing. I'm totally over the new thing. How about you? Oh, um, yes, absolutely. I mean, it's fine if I like lived in a vacuum by myself, maybe I could like accomplish things, but a vacuum would be dark. It would be, yeah. And dirty. Dark and depressing. Yeah. I mean, I guess my new year's resolution is to spend more time in my stretchy pants on my couch, but I already know I'm going to fail. Why? That's a, that sounds like a stellar. <laughs> it sounds great, but I will fail. I will yeah. fail. Um, but yeah, I, I used to get into the resolution, mostly a lose weight resolution thing yeah. or to get healthy or to buy a new thing that I'm, and I'm like, I'm going to do this all the time and it's going to be great. I'm going to involve the kids. And yeah, then life happens and you're tired and you don't. I, I've learned for myself. I, I have a time when I can get up and... Five o'clock is the earliest I can. I just will not get up earlier than that. And I mean that's pretty that's pretty early. I know, but it's not early enough for my family because Fair. my my children also wake up at the dawn. Gotcha. So. I, I mean I was up at three with Cooper today. Yeah, see I. Can't. But then we went back to sleep. See that's our secret, is we have a second sleep. My body hates naps. It just uh, it. I don't know. I just wake up feeling horrible after any nap. It, feels very unfair it does that's unfair maybe make a res resolution to nap to, maybe force yourself through it just i'm kidding no <laughs> but yeah no i well and part of me you know with new year's resolutions if you have if if you can start on january 1st and and keep stick stick with something then why can't you start on march 27th and and do something right like i think another thing with resolutions for me is that i hate failure and I avoid uh, it at all costs. So if I start to, so like I've had like not just weight loss things, but also like read my Bible, like read a chapter yeah. a day. But if I miss like two of them, then I'm like, I've already failed. So uh, like 
now it's over and I'm a failure. Right. Like that kind of mind mindset thing, which is unhelpful, I think. It is because baby steps, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Good choices can be made at any time of the year. Correct. But anyway, we're happy. It's New Year. It's the New Year, so Happy New Year. Hopefully, your Christmas and New Year celebration went well, and you're ready to kick, kick into gear in this 2023. And I know for me, you know, it used to be that January was kind of like the month you could kind of take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. It's not like that anymore for me. Like, because everything gets shoved. Oh, we'll do that in January. Oh, we'll do that in January because the Christmas season is so stinking busy. So now it's like my calendar is chock full of meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting that all got pushed to January because December was too busy. Yeah, my staff will laugh at this, but I have I do have a saying that's called that's January's problem. Haha, <laughs> yes. And now January's here. So <laughs> now it's so, time to deal so with So now it. it's a problem you got to deal with. Now it's February's problem. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Is that is that the procrastinator's handbook that I never read? Yeah. <laughs> so I procrastinated. Anyway, that's awesome. Anyway, we were we've been talking uh, at length, and again, being able to hang out in person is super cool, and and we uh, thoroughly enjoy each other's company. Hence, uh, this podcast for one, but also just hanging out every time I happen to be anywhere uh, near Kirksville. But um, we're talking about things that we wanted to kind of do in the new year, as far as not resolutions so much, but like what do we want the podcast to look like? We've had a lot of guests on. We still plan on having some guests on, maybe. Uh, for the next few months, maybe not quite as many, because we wanted to do a book of the Bible. And we thought, there, we, we actually came up with lots of different things that we could do. I mean, there's 66 books of the Bible. But I guess I wanted to start with something smaller, shorter, mm-hmm. to kind of get our feet wet in the whole book of the Bible thing. And so we thought we'd start in the book of Jude. Because it's just one chapter. Because it's one chapter. <laughs> it's how many verses? 25. Yep. 25 Verses in the book of Jude. Jude can be found, for those of you who are following along in your own scripture or on, on your you know tablet or whatever you're, you're finding your Bible on, um, it's towards the very end of the Bible, right before uh, Revelation. So it's the second to last book of the New Testament, the very end. And Jude is this kind of very interesting little letter. Um, so we're going we're gonna to start it today. And we might continue it just uh, maybe one or two weeks. It's Again, it's pretty short, so it probably won't take us super long uh, to, to kind of talk through it. But uh, Jude is, again, short, so we can kind of dig in, but also not something that we're going to end up spending months on because it's so long. I think um, I think I like to start in Jude, too, just as a New Year thing, because the main thing is, is warning against false teaching, yep. warning against apostasy, and the benefits of faithful living. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if we need anything more in the new year, it's it's to to separate that kind of that wheat from the chaff, kind of because there's a lot of voices out there, yeah. a lot of teachings, even um, from many pulpits, from many podcasts, from many things. I mean, yeah. there's a it's a lot to weed through. Yeah. And I think having the wisdom to do that is is helpful absolutely as for heading into a uncertain year of 2023 right well and as as we've seen the world i mean think about the last several years the world seems to be headed in maybe a place that we'd rather it not head um and so as christians we definitely need to make sure we're paying attention to what are we listening to what are we reading what are we bringing into our life and, and to be also gentle on ourselves. You know, you talked earlier about, you know, 
failing and feeling like, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to stop doing it because I'm not succeeding in it. So to be gentle and, and understand that faith sometimes is baby steps, but also with the, the thought process that we're never too far away from God mm -hmm. to come back to him. Mm -hmm. um, but also we're, it, there is responsibility on our end to make sure we're, we're digging deep into scripture. We're digging deep into people, people's teachings, right? I always say to my congregation, look, don't take everything I say at face value. Like, look it up. Check my sources. Make sure that I'm right. Because mm -hmm. I'm not God's gift. Like, mm -hmm. I might have it wrong. And if, we're, if we do that, it gets back to that proverb that talks about iron sharpening iron. And the fact that we, as Christians, work together for that mm -hmm. purpose. I was at a conference once, which was pretty cool, and the teach the, the speaker was talking um, actually about Genesis and um, doing the thing, and everything sounded good, you know, but um, after we had a little lunch break, and they came back on and said, you know, I had um, mentioned something about the story of Adam and Eve, and um, a person came up and, and actually corrected me on it, and it we did some study over lunch, and they were right, and I was wrong, and I just want to... You know, we sometimes we get it wrong and it yep. it needs we need people like that. And I was really like touched by what the speaker said. I probably paid more attention after right. he said because he said, you know, I, I'm fallible. Right. And this person, you know, came in love and said, This thing that you talked about is actually a, a misinterpretation and let's study it together uh -huh. over this break and then he came back and he admitted and he was the paid speaker, admitted to this whole group, I got something wrong. Yeah. And I want to correct it. And I was like yeah, man. Right. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Because <laughs> sometimes you do get it wrong. Mm -hmm. And and you not sometimes you get it wrong and it's completely innocent. You didn't try to get it wrong. Mm -hmm. You just got it wrong. Um, other times. So uh, there's that. Um, I don't know what you'd call it. This. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know what you'd call it. It's frustrating. I can't think of the words. This adage, I guess you could say. That people who, who make a mistake, but they're so committed to the mistake that they got to tenaciously hold on to the mistake, mm -hmm. right? We don't have to do that. Like, that's not, you know, it's okay to admit when you're wrong. It's okay to be, to humble yourself and say, look, I was wrong. I had it wrong. I didn't, I was mistaken. And that shows a maturity of faith that we all need to get to. Yes. A level we all need to, to find because... Again, we're always so at some point in our life we're gonna get it wrong. Which is why the fellowship of believers is so important. That's why mm -hmm. I appreciate just doing this with you. Right. Because if I'm just reading this on my own, I'm gonna miss stuff, or I'm gonna misinterpret stuff, or I'm gonna look it through the lens of my own subconscious and life, and right. You know. And that's why too, it's so important when you dig into scripture to pray first, mm -hmm. to pray during, and to pray after, mm -hmm. because allowing allowing your heart to be in tune with the Holy Spirit you know, is such a vital part of, of reading scripture. Because, mm. you know, you could go into a, a, maybe your New Year's resolution is to read through the whole Bible. Great. Fantastic. But I can read through scripture and it not impact or have an effect on me at all if I'm not in tune with the Holy Spirit, if I'm not looking to receive, if I'm not, if I don't have an open heart and an open mind to, to get what God is trying to teach me. Yeah. So. But hey, we've talked a lot about <laughs> reading scripture. <laughs> All right, so I've got an NIV tonight. Today, it is t it is not tonight. It's not evening here. Anyway, at the, but you know, maybe you're listening to it. And it's evening time, so 
Godspeed on you there. All right, so Jude. Jude chapter 1. Actually, there's only one chapter, so there's no chapters. But anyway, Jude 1. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ, mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. I, You know, I, I wish we talked like that. I was just thinking that. I said... I feel like I want to start all my letters this way. Not that I send letters. You'd send emails. I do send emails. I should. <laughs> yes. Mercy, New peace, New and New Year's love resolution. Ah! <coughs> Eloquent introductions. There you go. Just <laughs> Lieutenant Amanda, servant of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to those at headquarters, <laughs> mercy, grace, and peace be yours in abundance. On the 23rd of this month, I received communication from... That'd be hilarious. I like it. I'm doing it. I like it. But we also don't talk like that to each other, which I think is is a a little bit of a remiss. Like, come on. We... Not that I don't... Not that I think we need to be that formal, but I I appreciate that that language. Anyway. You want to... Should we keep reading? (laughs) (laughs) this is how this works guys we're in the same room together we didn't plan this we don't ever plan anything we just go fly by the seat of our pants uh so we continue reading uh verse three dear friends although i was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share i felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to god's holy people for certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. I'm going to pause there. That's the next two verses. Because <clears throat> I think we need to, we should talk about this. We should dissect it a little mm-hmm. bit. First of all, the address is to friends. I just want to, I know your scripture, you're reading what? New King James? Yeah, New King James. Yep. And it says, beloved. Mm-hmm. Okay, every time I hear the word beloved, I think of that song from 1 John 4, 7, and 8. Do you know that song? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. No? No. Oh my gosh, I'm going to teach that to you later. I just, I get a different song. Dearly beloved. <laughs> it's not a song. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we are gathered together. Yeah. Anyway, that's hilarious. But dear friends, beloved. Beloved is another word for friends. I mean, it's a more mm-hmm. archaic word, uh, you know, New King James notwithstanding. Um, but you can tell that there's a relationship here, right? And I feel like we, how often do we talk to fellow Christians in a friendship sort of way? Mm. Where, we, where we communicate truth to people because we value the friendship with them. Yeah, and I love he's like I, I I was I really wanted to write you just talking about our common salvation. And I'm like, do I talk to my friends about our common salvation? I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't kind, very I mean, often. Some maybe. maybe sometimes if I feel like they need help in it or something. But just um, fair, just uh, just talking about our salvation. I don't know. That's a we should do that more too. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, I love that he says here, I, I, wanted, I wanted to write <laughs> to you about nice things like our common salvation. But I have to use this time and I let her differently to write. What well, mine says, I found it necessary to write you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men 
have crept in unnoticed who long ago are marked out for this condemnation ungodly men who turned the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Is what my version says. Saying, you know, when we were new Christians, uh, we we had a mark on these guys. We We knew what they were about. We, you know, we were guarded against their lies, but... Now they've kind of crept in unnoticed and it's become an issue that while I'd love to talk about nice things, let's talk about the elephant in the room, shall we? Kind of a deal I'm hearing. Well, and I'm hearing too that contending for the faith is a, is a thing fighting Mm -hmm. for what you believe in, uh, fighting for the truth. Now, not as a license to, condemn mm-hmm. right or to uh to say us and you know us and no more kind of mm-hmm. a kind of a mentality but there's also you have to be careful about who you allow to speak into your life who you allow to have leadership mm-hmm. in the church if they're leading people astray mm-hmm. because are we using our freedom in Christ as a license to do ungodly things mm. That's what it's warning against. Right. And I'm not hearing near condemnation for the person, but for their message. Condemning it's, the mes- message. Right. Like yeah. saying, we, we've marked this, those types of things. We've already discussed them. Right. About uh, the person uh, essentially saying here, denying um, the only Lord Jesus, our, right, denying Christ. Uh-huh. So we've already marked, we've already discussed it. We are settled on it. So now people are coming in and trying to reevaluate the conversation, but it has already been right. established. And so they're coming in with their lewdness and whatever. Well, and also denying Christ as mm-hmm. as sovereign and Lord, the King. Um, there's been lots of Christians, especially in recent years, so-called Christians or people who claim claim some sort of Christianity, who have relegated Christ to this good teacher, historical figure kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that Christ was more than that. Mm. Was he a good teacher? Sure, absolutely. Read through the Gospels. He's got some good stuff. But in addition to him being a good teacher, he was also God. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole 100% man and 100% God is a real reality. And sometimes we, in the church in general or in the world in general, relegate Christ to this alternative position than what he actually holds Mm -hmm. and therein lies its own set of problems i mean there are many churches that um frustratingly are teaching a jesus that is not the christ of the gospels Mm -hmm. that are teaching a gospel that isn't the gospel i mean paul warns about that in galatians and says look if anyone even an angel from heaven comes and teaches a different gospel than the one you received let him be internally condemned yep Right. Our gospel, the hope of the gospel is that Jesus Christ is who he said he was, that he was divine and human, and that as such, he was able to to pay the penalty for sin in the world. Yeah, and he didn't mark himself as an alternative. He marked himself as the thing. As the. As as the one and only. The solution. (laughs) The solution. That one solution among many. Right. Not one road leading to the same, like one road of many leading to the same same right. place, but the way, the truth, 
the life, John uh, fourteen six. Right. And he wasn't always nice about it either. I mean, he or flipped polite. over tables. He was real cranky at those guys. Yeah. Well, he, the the people in scripture that I find that that Christ has an issue with are those who do this kind of, they put themselves in the thing of authority for their own gain, and they're preaching a, a gospel at that time, a law that was not the law. Right. Right, they were twisting God's thing and, and, and oppressing the people who didn't know any better. Right. So here, Jude is saying, you guys should know better. Yeah. <laughs> but if not, we'll, we'll, re, we'll reestablish it. Right. Well, also, I want to get back uh, one more time because I think it's so important. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality. Okay. Mm. The grace of God is so that because we get what we don't deserve, right? right? We get forgiveness when we don't deserve forgiveness. Grace is an unmerited favor. But just like Paul teaches in his letters, it just because there's grace doesn't mean that we should sin more, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, grace abounds, so I should just sin some more because it doesn't matter how much you sin, God's going to give me forgiveness and he's going to give me grace, right. and so it doesn't matter. That's kind of those people like the, the I'll, I'll confess on my deathbed. Right. Good luck with that. Yeah. I just, I go back to, because I don't, I would say I don't follow godly living because I'm fearful of judgment, right? Mm -hmm. Because in Christ, we have been forgiven. I want to follow a godly lifestyle because I love my God mm. and I know he loves me. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't I want to honor that relationship with living the way he would like me to live? And I, and I think part of it also comes, um, well, um, with knowing, knowing who you are, right? So this Sunday I'm going to be talking about, um, Proverbs three and, I, uh, I love verse 7 of Proverbs 3. Okay. It says, Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Right? It comes right after um, the verse, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understandings, and all your ways acknowledge him. But I think that is what maturity in Christ is. Um, just like you said, we're not obeying out of fear. Okay. Um, we are obeying because we know that God is smarter than us. Right. We know right. that he wants our best. Right. So if we know those two things, we know God knows more than us, has a bigger plan, and um, we can acknowledge that, but that also that he's good and he's not going to lead us into harm, then that's why I obey. I don't obey because I'm, I fear retribution from God. I, I obey because I know what following my own path looks like, and it's never great. Right. <laughs> I know that his way is going to be better. Yep. Even if it hurts in the, in the temporary. Yep. I know that it'll be better. And because I know that, then I can trust it and I can walk in it. And it may remind me of, of parenthood. I don't know. I talk about that a lot, but I'm just still in the throes of it. But I'm thinking about my kids and they obey me when they're small, kind of out of fear. They don't want to get in trouble. Right. Um, but as they get older, they can obey. They obey, right? My older, my, my, I have an 11 year old son and a four year old son. They obey me for different reasons. Yes. Right. My four year old out of fear, I'm going to take something away or I'm going to punish him or whatever. Yeah. My older son obeys because he's seen the outcome 
in his own life when he, you know, if you had just listened, man, we wouldn't have had this issue that we have to deal with. Right? We're getting into different issues as we're treading teenagerhood and we're going to have right. different issues five years from now. Right. Absolutely. Um, and he's going to obey for even different reasons. And one day when he's a man, hopefully he still is following this established law because he knows he can trust it. Right. And I think our walk with Christ can be that way too. Absolutely. That was a long answer. I'm sorry. No, no, it was good. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, we could talk for a really long time. I'd like to try and keep these shorter. Could we keep them shorter? Yep. Um, cause we could keep talking about Jude next, next week's episode. Certainly. Um, cause we want to flesh this out, but I don't want to go so fast that we skip over some stuff. There's, there's going to be some stuff in here that, um, is a little, is a little much. There's, there's some depth to this and some story from the old Testament that if you don't know it, mm-hmm. um, it would be helpful to know those stories. So we're going to, you know, take a look at that a little bit, but, but, um, this is kind of my encouragement is man, dive into the word. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand something, that's okay. Because one, it's, there's a lot there. There's a lot of material, especially if you think of the whole of the Bible, but also just keep, keep looking. And there's, there's helps and aids out there that can help you and, and help give guidance. You got to be careful about where, what you find on the internet, right? You <laughs> can't trust everything on the internet. Who's shocked? Um, but at the same time, understanding that you got to start somewhere and God didn't give us the Bible to sit and, and get dusty on a shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, God used his revealed word in scripture to help us, to give us guidance so that we can be um, the holy people that he has called us to be. Mm. I was talking to, so when we do uh, toy distribution in uh, Manitowoc, we, uh, a lot of times the Gideons will come and they will provide uh, to those who want uh, prayer and then also New Testaments, which is super cool. And so I was talking at length with one of the Gideons as we were kind of waiting. We had a lull in the day. <laughs> and he said, you know, I, I'm i so grateful that you guys have let us have this opportunity. I said, well, the scriptures are so vitally important to, to the revelation God has in this world that I want to get the, you know, this word into as many people's hands as I can. I mean, I went, I had a grad, when I was in graduate school, uh, there's a student, I would never forget. I wish her, I, I wish you could remember her name, but I re- will never forget her as a person. I just don't remember her name, but, um, she had, she had been Buddhist mm-hmm. for years, was like a ninth level priestess in the Buddhist faith. And her, her master said, okay, now it's time for you to study the lives of certain people. I want you to study the life of Jesus. And she said, okay. So she went and did some research. And how do you study the life of Jesus? Well, you go get a Bible. You go get the Gospels. And she became converted from literally reading the Bible. <laughs> not talking to Christians, not going to church, not having some Christian give, walk her through the way of salvation, but just straight up reading scripture. And... All because her master, who thought she was, who who really was just trying to get her to get to another level of the Buddhist faith, mm-hmm. had actually ended up leading her, guiding her to mm. becoming a Christian. And here she was in graduate school studying to do Christian outreach uh, because of her newfound faith. And she didn't have all the trappings that we all have because for those of us who grew up in the church, all these extra things mm-hmm. that the church brings to it which are not all bad, right? There are reasons the church does the things that we do. 
However, she didn't have all of that extra baggage. She just had scripture. And it was amazing to have conversations with her. Like, I wish there are days I wish I could go back to, like, I didn't know this. Yeah. You know, where I could I could see it from the first, for the first time oh, that's again. That's the best. That's my favorite part of ministry is when you teach something something from scripture and they're like, really? And you're like, yes! Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, I love it. That's so good. And, and the scripture is living and active. Amen. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just so good. And, um, yeah, encouragement for today that you, you will come across stuff, even from people who are professing Christians, that's junk. Yeah. Um, and so don't take anybody's word for it. Yeah. Study it for yourself. Yep. Um, because it is living and active and the Holy Spirit works through it. And right. opens up chambers in our heart that we didn't even know were there um, when we read it. And there's just something so powerful. Yeah. As you were talking, it made me think of, um, you know, the, remember the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew? Yes. Okay, so you know how five of them were wise and five were foolish, right? Yeah. Five had five had brought extra um, oil and mm-hmm. five did not. And the, all of a sudden, they're well, well into the night and the call goes out. Oh, the bridegroom's on his way. And the foolish ones are like, hey, share with us. We didn't bring it off, and the wise ones are like, look, like, we can't do that because we might run out ourselves, and then nobody has it, and that's problematic. And and I was listening to a very wise, learned guy talk about that parable and the idea that you don't get something on someone else's work. Oh. So as you're talking, like, read it for yourself. Yeah. Don't go by other people. Why? Because you don't get into heaven or not get into heaven. Like, your salvation... Is not based on someone else's faith. Mm. Your salvation. Oh, the dogs must have seen some. Your salvation isn't impacted or like isn't isn't gonna be there based on someone else's teaching. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on what do you believe based on what you've found. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think too, God God looks at us. As the individuals we are. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, I don't think, go as a wholesale, like, oh, well, all the Salvation Army people are good to go. And all the Methodists are, no. Like, he can discern to the hearts of men and women where it's not, again, oh, I believe that because I'm Lutheran. Or I believe that because I'm Presbyterian. Mm. Um, no, dude. Like, you got to figure that stuff out. Yeah. And in heaven, denominations won't matter. Right. So much stuff. So much stuff. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it for today, yeah. and we can uh, we can gather again on another day. But uh, this is the start of Jude, so uh, in anticipation of that, friends, if you want to read ahead, finish the the book of Jude, maybe read it through a couple times. I know I'm going to. Yes. I'll read it through a few times before we get to our next episode, because um, I think there's some good stuff to to get us started in this 2023. Any final thoughts today? Um, I already said them. Okay, fair. <laughs> Just sure. always a blessing. And it's good to be here in person. Oh, and gosh, it is. A it new is. year. And whoop, whoop. we're ex- we're going to choose to be excited about it. I, I'm excited. Actually, I kind of am. I am. I, there is something to say <laughs> about the new year. Yeah. Like, I do that with a new month, though, sometimes. Yeah. Certain months. Not so much November to December. That's a little bit different. But December to January, even January to February. Anyway, guys, we'll catch you next time. Oh, 
Oh, I almost didn't say the thing. I gotta say the thing. Man. Get it's it, New Year. Keep it up. It's New Year. Are we gonna, am I going to keep saying the thing in the new year? i got to yep. say the thing. All right, friends. God, God blesses us. Why? So we can be a blessing to others. We'll catch you guys next time.